goblins and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of my Haunted Life podcast with me, your host, Angela Hartshorn. How is everyone doing today? Are you taking care of yourself? Have you had enough water today? Did you get enough sleep? I know, personally, I am extremely sleep deprived this week, to the point where it almost hurts. Uh, when I do get sleep, though, I've been sleeping so hard, the spirits in my house haven't been able to bug me, so, you know. Pro, I guess? I don't know. Which, this kind of leads into what we're talking about today. And we are talking about shadow people. What are shadow people? This has been a very spirited debate in the paranormal community since these apparitions first got popular in the 1990s paranormal shows. Are they just spirits that work with the energy around them to be seen, basically creating like uh, uh, an energy void around them so they appear just as a dark mass? Or are they interdimensional beings that pop through a nearby portal? which is becoming a very popular theory. Uh, In that case, what does it mean to be an interdimensional being? Are they aliens? Are they something else? Or, as me and my guests talk about, maybe Faye. Who knows? Or are shadow people something more sinister? Literally something from the bowels of hell, perhaps. Could there be all three? And we need categories for shadow people like we do with hauntings. No one really knows. For many that have encountered them, they are described as terrifying. Today, I talked to my friend, Kayla, one of the admins on our Facebook group, who grew up with one in her house. Uh, as I said earlier, I, was, I have been very sleep deprived. And, well, during the interview with Kayla, I completely forgot that I had an encounter with her shadow man growing up as well, because we've known each other forever. So, I'll add that story into the outro, so make sure you sit through the interview for that. So, let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea. Make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. I have a story for you. my buddy Kayla Ayla on today. Kayla is a creative supernatural nature spirit working a nine to five muggle job. Her most prominent psychic 
skill is clairsentience, with occasional bouts of hearing, smelling, and seeing other worldly beings. Being clairsentient, Kayla often doubts her experiences, wondering if they are hers or someone else's. She takes her job seriously as one of the My Haunted Life podcast Facebook group admins very seriously by humbly offering ghost memes in this trying time. Hi, Kayla. How are you today, babe? Hi, Angela. I'm doing well. Uh, first of all, for our listeners, what is clairsentient? Clairsentient. Sort of like um, feeling. And so that can often be like feeling physical sensations in the body. Um, also like feeling other people's emotions or spirit's emotions. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like experiencing what someone else is experiencing. How, like, what what have you run into with that? Because I'm like, I know you said you're not sure if it's, like, your experiences or someone else's. That sounds yeah. like a pain. Well, it's always been really helpful with the jobs that I've had. Like, when I was a massage therapist, it could be really helpful because then I would be like, I think it would feel really good if I massage right here. And so then I could kind of, like, know what might feel good for them um, without them having to say it. Um, and then it's been helpful with being like a therapist to kind of feel what other people are feeling with them. Um, um, the trouble with that is just letting it pass through me and not taking it on as my own. So that's definitely a practice I have. And then when it's like the supernatural world, especially, I'm always like, I'm not sure if this is like a ghost right now or if I'm just suddenly shifting. Um, oh no and especially like if i'm out in nature i'm like it's like a tree talking to me right now that i'm touching it base with um so yeah it can be a little bit like unsure if i'm just like really in touch with myself right now what's going on or if i'm picking up on something for somebody else so i do need to spend as much time alone as i can but you know with working and living with somebody else in the house, that can be really hard to do. Um, but if I'm able to get like more alone time, it can be more clear when I'm picking up something from somebody else. This is why you have cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kittens. So today, uh, we're going to talk shadow people. Shadow people are freaking strange, to put it nicely. Um, and you have had a lot of experiences with shadow people, especially growing up in the childhood home. I've known, we've known each other, what, kindergarten? Yeah, yeah. I'm bad at math, but that was still a long time ago. Whenever yeah. kindergarten was for me and Kayla, we've known each other that long. It's... Yeah, I got to like 28 years. Oh my god, that's not right. That can't be right. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. I totally forgot to record the, the Skype, so I did that real quick. That's what that was. Um, uh, oh, my God. So, 
That's insane. Um, anyways, I did go by the childhood home the other day, and it's now green. Oh. And up for sale. So I thought that was interesting. Oh, it is interesting. It's like the third time it's been for sale in a year, I guess. Really? Really? Yeah, my... Let's see. My, like, five years ago, my family member was selling the house. And then the people who bought it really wanted somebody to stay in it. So they let my mom, like, rent it from them. Um... And then, and then they were selling it, and the new owners didn't want anyone living in it, so she moved out, and now it's for sale again, I guess. So, there's like this weird, like this. funky noise. That's weird. Okay, I'm gonna ignore it because it's not doing it anymore. Um, sorry, edit that out. Um. So, yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with the spirit, because the spirit was still there, as far as you know, when your mom left, right? Um, I'm not sure about that. I think there were definitely other spirits who were probably still there, but they didn't cause us any harm. <laughs> so, really, if I can talk about it for a minute, there's this really great woman who lived in the back part of the house. And... I always had the sense that she was, like, back there, but one time I caught a glimpse of her in the mirror when I was cleaning it, and I'm still not sure if it was, like, a mental image or if I, like, I actually saw her in the mirror, but either way, it was just, like, this woman in, like, a really long Victorian dress, sort of like what they would sleep in, like a sleeping yeah. dress, um, and I always felt like she was just, like, kind and would watch over us. Um, I often was in that room when I was sick as a kid, so I feel like she was just like a spirit who would just sort of like take care of me and um, just kind of say hi. So when I was cleaning the bathroom, I always felt like cold and like I was being watched. So I don't know if that was like huh. a favorite piece or something, but um, so I feel like all those ghosty feelings, but I never felt like she wanted to do me harm or anything like that. She was just like, I was just giving her a show by cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> It's a very exciting show, the bathroom cleaning show. Uh, so we've kind of hinted and danced around it awkwardly for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, you had a shadow person in your childhood home. Yeah. yeah. When, when did you find this out? What was like your first experience with, a, with it? That actually is a really good question. I started to sort of feel really weird about the living room when I was a kid. Mm. Um, my my dad's grandpa, he um, committed suicide when I was a kid. And um, I'm not sure how old I was, but... It, it led me to having a lot of interesting, weird, like, uncomfortable kinds of dreams in the living room. Okay. And so it was, like, picking up some weird energy in the living room and then dreaming about it and trying to make sense of it, I think. Um, so my dreams were about the shadow person. They were about, like, my family. Okay. Um, but but I, I just have the sense that maybe... Like, I don't know if my weird energy called the shadow person in, 
or if I was like picking up on the energy in the living room and being like something weird is in there. Um, but then in probably middle school, I would say, um, we had this great large black cat, Musha. Yeah, Musha. Yeah. And he was a great guard cat. So he would like come tuck me in at night and then he would sit in the living room window and guard the house. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night and I could see where he would sit from my bed. So sometimes I would just like sit up and like look at him and check him out, make sure he's doing okay and like sending him some like thank you for like protecting the house. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. It's a similar thing for me, where it's sort of like this mental image, probably more so than me actually seeing something with my physical eyes of just like seeing a person like standing in the living room, just very like dark. And like throughout time, he like never moved from that spot. It was just always that spot. Hmm. And then like as it went on, I felt like it was like turning to like look at me. And so it felt a lot more like interactive, like it started to become more interactive. Um, and that's when it felt a lot more creepy. Yeah. And that's probably when I would check and make sure, like, who's you like, are you out there? Like, things <laughs> cool. Um, so kind of a, a muddy beginning. Okay. Like, I don't know if I was muddy in my getting to become aware that it was there or if my like I said maybe my own weird experiences were getting at like a entrance door to come in gotcha I mean it could have been there the whole time and maybe I just developed those to become aware of it I don't know hmm that's one of those it like with those kind of things it almost seems like if you pay more attention to it like the stronger it gets too because you're like oh you're back cool and then the next time you know so that makes sense. So you don't, you don't think it's your grandfather or your great grandfather. Right? I guess it would have been great grandfather. Um, that's a good question. I don't really remember my great grandfather at all. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I would have probably met him, but um, good question. It seemed more like a stranger, but I mean, I guess, I guess he would have felt like a stranger to me too. I mean, that makes sense. Because it, it would make a little bit more sense maybe about the dreams. Not all of the dreams in the living room that I had were about about him, but we're talking about family. Hmm. Um, I think about that. So when you said it uh, interacted, what what did you mean? What did it do to interact with you? Yeah, it just like glare menacingly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting because I just have this like subtle sense that it was like reaching out. Okay. But I didn't want it to. It felt like so that totally was I was going to ask you this and it totally leads into my question there's so many 
I guess, theories about what shadow people are. And, like, um, one, it's just, you know, a spirit, and the way they make themselves known is taking the energy around them and just, like, mm-hmm. sucking it in and becoming a void kind of thing until they look like a shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, another theory that's really getting freaking popular, which is really interesting, we actually talked about it, uh, um, or I talked about it uh, uh, with Corey Henson at the Heinzen at the um, Conjuring House, but shadow people being interdimensional beings and coming in and out of portals, and that's either them like a cloaking thing or how they are energy. I don't fully understand that theory. I'm still. I need so to do some more research I on that. I listened a lot to some other podcasts you talked about it, and I uh-huh. thought maybe a little bit about it from them, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, having big flashes of light when they're moving in and out. Like, specifically, a lot of people have been talking about it with the, oh, um, the ranch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it a ranch where there's, like, a lot of really weird uh uh skinwalker ranch yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a current kind of a blossoming theory specifically with that ranch yeah no it's it, that i need to look into more research on that one did you ever have the flashing lights or the ozone smell or anything like that that you remember don't Okay, so we're going to rule that one out for you. But interesting that you talk about, like, the energy thing, because, like, my mom was having health problems for a long time, and it took a long time for her to get diagnosed properly. She ended up having, like, gallbladder issues and needed mm. to get up and food. Mm. So she would hang out in the living room after work and, you know, feel really awful, really close to where he was standing. Weird. Huh. I mean, that, there are cases where, you know, energy like that will make people sick. I don't want that to be your mom, though. I love your mom. I do. <laughs> your mom's so yeah. sweet. Um, uh, um, yeah, and then, then the other theory is that, you know, demonic, evil, demons from hell kind of thing. Yeah. And I, um, you know, loved the idea of demons, I suppose, as, like, a younger person, um, <laughs> and also was creeped out by them equally, you know, found them fascinating, but I don't, I, I don't believe in demons. In my experience that I've had in the world, I don't, I just don't believe in them. I don't think they're real. I think most I think of them are, like, oh, there's feedback, that's weird. Um... I think most of them are just mis- mis- misdiagnosed. That's not right. There's some other energy that nobody knows what to put a name to other than demon, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Mislabeled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it also seems like sometimes it's just the way our own brains communicate with ourselves. Um, and when it becomes really 
kind of manifest like that for people. You know, it could be some like mental illness. Yeah. People don't like. like sometimes I can be really shitty to myself. <laughs> and if that were to manifest in the world, I'd probably be like, "This sucks." I mean, that makes sense. That I mean, that kind of goes into like PKGs at that point, which is uh, one of the theories behind poltergeist. Mm. That it's um, somebody around is in some kind of turmoil, and they have so much energy just basically exploding out of them that weird shit starts happening. It's like, um, it seems to be, um, like a lot of these famous poltergeist cases are, uh, kids going through puberty. And a lot are women, you know, young girls starting, uh, menstruating and you know broken family lives that sort of thing like if you look at the Enfield case that was a weird awful thing totally random type well I guess it wasn't I guess it linked linked a bit but uh yeah I mean I feel like definitely in some ways we can totally affect the energy around us Not yeah. knowingly. I, I was thinking about that a little bit because, like, I was saying, like, I really started to notice that I was connecting with the spirit more when I was in middle school, which is when I started my mental cycles. Mm-hmm. So what have what what have been? Wow, I can't talk. Um, I can never talk. I don't know why I always say that on the podcast, but I always <laughs> I always end up saying that at some point. That oh my god, I, think, I can't talk. Like it's a Special situation. Who I am. Yeah. What? This is who I am. It, it is. It's, I mean, you know. Um. So, what have your what are what have been your other experiences with this guy? Like, what was like your most freaked out experience with the spirit? Um, I had the sense that he was like trying to move into where I was like having difficulty like he almost like needed my permission or something oh. so I just have the sense that like he wanted to like come and I don't know what he would do if he like came near me or like into me or something but I guess that was probably the creepier part hmm. feeling they- like it wanted some kind of control because I've, I've had Dealings with like one, you know, classic representation, I guess, of a shadow person. And it was at our old apartment. And they, this guy kind of had that, I don't want to say menacing feel. Like, I don't think he would have done anything, but it was always very menacing that he was around if that makes sense like it i know that doesn't make sense but um it's the best it's very intimidating maybe that's the word i want yeah and it was weird because i i literally um you know my poor husband is not really into the paranormal he's slowly slowly learning um yeah Poor James. He has he has no chance, sir. Just make sure he knows that. But um 
I would see this guy, the, and it was definitely a, a male-shaped spirit, all, you know, perfectly black shadow. And he would just, you know, walk down the hall every once in a while. If you go out to the kitchen, he might be standing in the kitchen. Um, it was almost like just an intelligent haunt. Like, he knew we were there. He interacted with stuff. But he didn't... There was something different about him. Maybe he was just a very lazy demon in a past life or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he he just... It was weird. And, like, especially where... The, um, One of his big things was walking down the hallway and then looking around uh, the bedroom door frame and just like that slow stick the head in and look at you and then awkwardly slow pull back it was so weird and like the first time I saw him do this I freaking jumped out of bed I thought somebody was in the house woke up Jordan um and I love him, but he is not one to wake up. He is totally like grumpy bear if you do that. Oh. So you've got to be the one to chase somebody out of the house. Yeah. I mean, I was like, dude, I think somebody's in the house. He, he, I mean, he was up and ready to go, but it was like when there was no problem, it was like rawr, 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 going to bed kind of thing. So I'm like, okay. He's going to be awake for days. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is weird. And then um, my cat. Biggs, my old man, uh, he would interact with it every once in a while, which is kind of strange. And, oh, that's a weird thing. Holy crap. Because he would, like, watch it walk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, it's not just me. Um, but slight sidebar we might have to come back to. Uh, I have a spirit in the current house that we don't know. We don't understand what the heck it is. But Biggs actually talks to it. He'll sit in the hallway and chatter. Oh. And it it it's almost like when cats, like, they see a bird outside and they do the k- k- But his is, oh. it's different. It's this, this, meow, 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 and I've never heard him make this noise, ever. Oh. Until he's talking to the spirit, and it's like... A dark hallway and around the corner so there's no flashing lights and the doors are closed and he'll just look up at something and chatter at it's so freaking weird anyways um but at the old place he would he would watch the spirit go back and forth and i would you know tell jordan there's something here the cat's seeing it it's not just me and he's like cool cool babe whatever you say and uh the thing that got me was I had a friend come over. I don't know if I can say her name because I didn't ask permission. Um, but uh, she came over and she was hanging out in the apartment. And, you know, we went down the hallway to the kitchen and we're coming back. And she screamed, basically, and grabbed my arm. And then just, like, stopped. And I'm like, what? what's wrong? And she said, she's like, you're, I don't want to tell you you're going to think I'm insane. I'm like, no, you're good. She's like, well, I sometimes see spirits. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go on. And she's like, 
there is literally a black shadow guy climbing across your ceiling, like full horror movie. And he just came down there and like looked at me and he doesn't have a face or anything. It's just black. And I'm like, oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about. He watches me sleep. <laughs> and But I'm like, ha, huh, validation from someone. Like clear as day, lights on, she saw it. And it freaked her out so bad she didn't like to come visit anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm like I'm I'm very happy I didn't see him crawling across the ceiling. I don't think I could have handled that. Yeah. No. But yeah, he just he would just do that. He'd just watch sleep and it got actually to the point where every once in a while if the door was not open enough, he would push the door open just <laughs> slightly so he could look in. And I mean we were there like I don't know, a few years. I eventually was just like, dude, knock it off. I gotta go to bed. And he would be like, peace. Go into the kitchen. That was it. So that's why I call him my lazy demon. Yeah. He just, he was cool. He didn't do anything. It's kind of like the Victorian ghost I was talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I just want to watch you. Yeah. I have a feeling mine was much creepier than yours, though. Like, creeper, not creepy, I should say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sounds like that. Um, I mean, definitely women in white can be creepy, but she luckily was not very creepy. And so this is, like, one of my things. I'm wondering, because, you know, with uh, hauntings, there's uh, categories. You know, we have resident, uh, residential, Jesus, residual and intelligent and, you know, demonic and poltergeist, all of that. I almost feel like we need to create one for shadow people. Because there's this weird thing where it seems like, at least on these paranormal shows, and if there's already, like, categories, somebody please let us know, because I want to know. If not, we're going to make it up, and it probably won't be well done, because it's us, and they'll have weird names and stuff. But, um, it, I just, everybody's always convinced it has to be one thing. And I'm really starting to wonder if there's different mm-hmm. things. Like, it's the spirit creating a void, or maybe they're weird gray aliens switching into our dimension. Who knows? Or maybe, yeah. you know, that one was a demonic one. I almost feel like we need different categories. Fairies, yes. Well, I mean, like, they come in all sorts of forms and shapes, and we know from different mythology around the world that they're not usually, like, how Disney portrays them. And yeah. so I don't know if it's, like, some kind of otherworldly thing. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it has, like, a whole lot in common with the vampire, but there are, like, a few things in line with the vampire, like, like needing some kind of permission to come closer to me and like dark and ominous that is totally where my mind went was vampire when you said that he needed permission to come in kind of thing and i'm like you had like a shadow vampire i don't know if that's a thing <laughs> yeah but i don't know um that I should be one of our categories kind of communicating with some some trainings around uh, witchcraft and studying that so um as soon as, as soon as I started really learning that stuff I was just like 
nightly sitting in meditation of like white light in all of the corners of the house. And I started like dusting all of the windowsills on a regular basis and cleaning the house. And I'm sure my parents loved it. Um, <laughs> but I was like constantly, like especially every full moon, I would like do the whole house, like washing the windows, dusting the windowsill, oh vacuuming everything, doing the laundry. Because um, I was like, this shit is getting out in my house. Yeah, it was a very lazy baby witch. That did not happen. <laughs> well, I also had the shadow figure. It was like the only, I think be the only one, like, I could see it. But I still felt like, I think like it was my responsibility to help out the whole household. That's, that's just so weird. And they're such, they're such strange entities. I don't even know if you can call them entities. They're just... Right. For me, it was almost like you were talking about, like, it, like, wasn't a personality at all, and then it slowly developed a personality, kind of like the more energy it got. Yeah. So I don't know what it would have become if it had kept getting energy, but it seemed like it was very averse to the light that I was sending out, and it eventually felt like it wasn't there anymore. Huh. And then my mom started babysitting little kids, so I feel like I'm happy. I hopefully got rid of it before they came in. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's so weird. And so he just kind of like watched you throughout your life, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, for a few years, at least. I don't think it was there when we bought the house, but you know, I'm not sure. Hmm. Like most babies, I think. My mom said that she heard me talking to things all the time when I was a kid. Mm. So she was like, there's definitely like ghosts around that she's talking to because of what I was saying. Um, but that was kind of, I don't ever remember that from when I was really young. I don't remember talking to anybody. Hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, the whole little kid story thing. I wish I remember mine because my parents remember ones that I don't. But, uh, I've also seen children talk to ghosts, and I don't know what it is, but it's even more terrifying than I think it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, just no. Uh, so, uh, for you, is there any other experiences with your shadow guy you want to talk about today? Because I swore, uh, I, uh, if anybody listened around October to the podcast, we did a lot of write-in stories, and I know you wrote in about your shadow guy. You just, I remember you describing it so well, and it was like reading a novel, and I loved it. Should have pulled that up before <laughs> we started here. I completely was like, crap. Yeah, I don't know how I described it, but... Definitely very similar to what you were talking about, like complete black, like didn't reflect light, couldn't really see through it, didn't have a face, didn't have really dimension, it seemed like. And it seemed like he was wearing like a really long trench coat, like a cowboy coat, something like that. Hmm. It's just like. I could just, it's 
just seemed like he was like had like the long sleeves and then the jacket that goes down to like the boot level. And like seem to remember him just having a big hat. But that wasn't I mostly was like just kept being drawn into the face. So it was almost like kind of difficult to pick up those other features. So did the face have any definition whatsoever? No. I mean, there's moments where I, like, like, looking back on it now, I feel like I remember, like, with, in that time where I was, like, kind of sensing that he wanted to come closer to me, like, if he was able to come closer to me, he'd have, like, red eyes, but he never actually had red eyes. Hmm, okay, that's gonna be my next question, because that's, uh, the shadow man with the hat is a very classic, um, uh, I don't want to say popular, but it when people describe seeing a shadow person, that's usually how they describe it. It's a big, tall, lanky, kind of Slenderman-esque uh, mm-hmm. shape with a hat. And a lot of times it's a cowboy hat, and sometimes it's a top hat. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, you know, they talk about the eyes being red. Do you remember um, what kind of hat it was? Well, because I could, because it seemed so flat, I couldn't really get any dimension. I just remember like kind of roundish. <laughs> and I'm sure there was something on the top, but it so it had a brim, it had like a kind of wide brim. Okay. Probably wider than a top hat. But it wasn't like overly tall. No. More wide. Huh. I mean, that could be a, like a shadowy cowboy hat. Or a bowler. Now we're going to start talking ghost hats. Yeah. Oh, man. Huh. No, that's yeah, really I, strange. I mean, thinking about it, I do kind of remember when I was younger that you know, it just seemed like he was watching. It was it was sort of like after many years that he kind of felt more gross and creepy. Hmm. See, and that's something I think is kind of strange that it it it's kind of going backwards. Like usually when you see a creepy spirit in your house, it's creepy, and then you get used to it, kind of thing. Like that's uh-huh. how it was with mine. It was like. You know, I just, I always wanted to picture him in, like, a 1970s green plaid button-up shirt for some reason. There was no texture. There was no, you know, it's just black mass. But I swear to God, he had a 1970s green plaid shirt. I don't know why. I just always got that vibe and, like, orange pants kind of thing. But, uh, again, never saw that. Nothing but a black mask. But, um... So that I just got used to my guy. So that, I think that's interesting that, you know, especially as a child seeing that, and as you get older, it gets worse. Right. So Yeah. So I don't know if that was, like, me having more energy to give off, or I don't know. Yeah. That's freaking weird. I'm not okay with that. I'm going to go, like, Sage the house and yeah, I was like, I'll probably sage. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, mm, mm. 
Because in our current apartment, like I said, we're dealing with stuff. And um, uh, I had Bella Brujita on again because her podcast is actually, or her podcast with me is next week. And oh. as we're talking, unfortunately, it's not on the podcast and it's not recorded in a Skype video. It's in between when we're just sitting in there bullshitting. It's all a freaking face up here in the window. Whoa. And, you know, I'm looking at, and she had to take a screenshot to send me. And I'm like, you know, new rule. Uh, we don't tell Angela there's a face behind them when she has to sleep in the house by herself. Yeah. The new rule. We don't do that. Uh, uh, Phelan, who's another admin, she likes to try to talk aliens before bed. No. We're adding things to the list that we don't discuss with Angela before bed. But uh, uh, it's weird because the spirit that I, I've seen in this house, in this place, uh, I want to say it's more elemental than anything. I don't even want to say it's a shadow person. Unless it's like the first category, a shadow person, the, the void sucking one. But I've only ever seen it as a shadow. Yeah, okay. And uh, the best way I can describe it, you know, like the 1990s uh, first images of the chupacabra where it has like the little cute alien body and the face and the spikes that go down its back? Oh, yeah. That, but like seven feet tall. Cool. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing, a little bit of a lurker, nothing bad. And then it's just... Stephen King short story that was made into a show. Or, yeah, it was like a television show. So in a hospital, there was like a big ant eater. No, I don't know that one. I wanted to go look that up. Yeah, I mean, you should watch it. I mean, that sounds it's awesome. my childhood. Um, a Stephen King ant eater. We should do that with like the Facebook group. Everybody watch this at the right time. Yeah. And unfortunately, I can't really remember much right now. Um, ant eater. Working, my memory doesn't get it gets worse. Um, I mean, that's fair. You've been working all day. That's kind of what I picture, which is like this huge loping antelope. Oh, I'm sorry, antelope. <laughs> it, I mean, it's weird, and like he has, you know, that long, lanky kind of like creepy hand thing around like the door frame. But that that that, that that's it. Kind of shy, maybe. Yeah, he talks to my cat for God's sakes. I'm not too worried about him. I actually get a, a feeling that somebody conjured him, and whoever it was left, and he doesn't know what the hell to do with himself. Aww. It's kind Good of the, the vibe I get, and it's really weird. Actually, the room we're in now, there is a ton of candle wax, like stuck into the carpet which is just I don't know why but I just I get this vibe that somebody brought him here and he's like I don't know what to do with myself he's like my lost sweet demon he doesn't know he's like baby demon he doesn't know what's going on but um anyways going back to the first part of this uh Bella got this image and when it comes to, like, 
ghost photography, I'm I always side on the side of um matrixing, which is your uh brain when you look at something, it's automatically gonna pull out recognizable patterns. Oh yeah. Especially faces. Right, we were definitely programmed to recognize faces. Exactly. So, um, so she sent me the picture. I'm like, yeah, I don't see anything. You need to, like, draw the eyes and the mouth and stuff for me. And, uh, um, it was, it was just kind of strange. And she did. She sent me the picture back, and I'm like, looking at that one and the original one, I'm like, eh. Kind of, sort of, I guess. And I'm asking her, you know, questions. I do have a window in the um, room here. But it's a basement window. It's a window well. There's no, like... And there's a porch built over the top of it. So there's... It's definitely not going to be anything face-related going down there. No, I mean, we get raccoons, but this was not a raccoon base. Um, that was my first thing. Like, was it a cat? Was it a raccoon? What was it? Yeah. But there's no, like, stray lights or anything that come through. Nothing. And that was one of the weird things, was it appeared and then later disappeared. Oh. So it's like, okay, that's kind of strange, because nothing changed. Literally nothing changed. It was at night yeah. in this room. I didn't move. Whatever. So that was weird. And then I went um, to send it to our buddy Phelan, and... It hit me. It's my little chupacabra, dude. It has freaking horns. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be posting that. It's not a great picture of me, so I'm going to be cropping myself out. But, and when it hit me, it was just like, no. No, that's so weird because like he's done weird stuff in the house um actually in this room when this used to be the bedroom uh I have a bunch of those fun little led candles and I mean I have real candles but the led ones are like the nice they turn on automatically at a certain time and then they turn themselves off they're so cool um and I have these because the podcat lily has set herself on fire twice. So uh we don't have candles anywhere near Lily anymore. Yeah. And um I woke because I had them in the window frame above uh the head of the bed and one night I woke up and just the one candle directly above my head had been turned on. Oh None of the other ones, because, like, Jordan's like, well, maybe it's a, a stray RFD laser or something. He explained them like that. I'm like, how? How would it get through the porch? And that's fine. Maybe that's what it is. Why didn't it turn on the other four in the window right there? Just that one directly above my head. Aww. So, it was... There's like little things and little things will move. I'm so jealous. I really, I want this feature. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not 100%. And now he's here. I can feel him. Um, oh. But uh, like when I was talking to Bella, he was messing with my hair. I'm like, stop it. I don't like that. But oh, yeah. He's a little mischievous. 
definitely mischievous. I don't think malicious. Yeah, that that sounds more like like very elemental like you're talking about oh uh i wanted to also say with like we were talking about the interdimensional beings and like you brought up fey that's a big thing with um people now like all these old uh fey stories about being abducted and everything they sound very similar to modern tales of abduction by aliens Mm. So now there's like this theory. It's not a very big theory, but um, hypothesis. I don't know. Um, that Fey were actually aliens coming. Doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna completely deny that. Yeah. I mean, they could just be two different kinds of fairies, or I mean, you know, a thousand different kinds of fairies. So that's how I would interpret it. I would be like, maybe aliens are kind of fairies. But I also feel like the universe is really big. Our universe is really big, so I do believe there could be other creatures who live here, as well as other dimensions we don't have access to usually. See, I think that that's a great place to... Uh, I think end it for the night. Now everybody has to go think of, you know, what we have in this world and the next dimension and the next one. Yeah, I pretty much believe that everything's possible. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, and I'm okay with that. So thank you so much for being on, dear. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. We definitely are in our time. I wanted to make sure what time it was so you can go to bed, but uh. Thank you so much, Kayla. I love you. Love you, Angela. A big thank you to everyone out there listening today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. If you like the podcast, please make sure to tell your friends about it. Word of mouth goes a long way. A big thank you to the always lovely Kayla for being on the show today. It was a little last minute, so she absolutely saved me. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm a little sleep deprived and dragging a bit and forgot to share my Shadow Man story about Kayla's house. So it was one of her birthday parties. I can't remember which one, but I'm pretty sure we were still in elementary school. I had rolled my ankle on the way to Kayla's house because we walked and I like fell in a pothole or something. I barely remember. Not, Not important to the story. But Kayla's wonderful mom, Amy, set me up on the couch and had my foot elevated and ice and basically told me just to stay there all night. Uh, We were watching the remake of House on Haunted Hill, which, other than Joffrey Rush as Vincent Price, wasn't the greatest movie. So eventually all the other preteen girls wandered off to go do stuff on the computer or something. I don't know. I was stuck on the couch watching the movie. 
suddenly between me and the TV, like between us and then off to the side a little bit, there was this black figure of a man. And I thought maybe it was Kayla's dad coming home or, and the streetlight was casting an intense shadow into the room because it just stood there and didn't move. So I was wondering if maybe he was trying to find his keys or something. Like it was, you know, just how it was at the door. And I was right there by the door, you know, on my little recliner chair thing. So I was gonna reach up and let him in. But when I looked out the door, no one was there. But when I looked back in, the shadow was still there. And then I turned and looked out the big front windows, thinking maybe there was a creep on the porch watching a bunch of little girls at a slumber party. Yes, that's where my mind goes. I watch a lot of true crime and always have. And I was ready to scream for Amy, but there was no one there either. And yet the figure was still there. I decided I must be just how the streetlights were coming through the trees or something and my brain was matrixing like this human figure. This also probably shows how long I've been into the paranormal that I know the word matrixing at that age. Anyway, I decided to ignore it and there's a part in the movie, if you've ever seen it, where the faces shake, which I thought was really creepy. Really, honestly, the only creepy part. But as I'm watching this scene, the shadow figure moved. It very clearly walked from where it had been standing this entire time to the door near me. And, you know, little kid thing, I closed my eyes tight thinking, if I can't see it, it can't hurt me. Um, and I just kept waiting for it to touch me or something, but nothing, nothing ever happened. Like I could feel this weird, intimidating energy just standing there. And finally, I decided to peek to see if it was still there and it wasn't. And then right at that moment in the movie, the faces did the shaking thing again and I was done. I don't remember how it happened but I believe Amy called my mom because I wanted to go home because my foot was hurting too much. Remember, that's why I'm stuck on the couch. I ended up sleeping with the lights on for three days after that. I never told Kayla, actually, until this morning. But I remembered I didn't tell her during the podcast. Uh, I didn't want my friends to think I was crazy. I mean, this is elementary school, for God's sakes. Uh, now I really wish I would have, considering... She was dealing with this. Uh, that being said, if you have a ghost story you want to share, but don't feel comfortable telling your friends and family, you can always tell me. Email me your story at myhauntedlifepodcast at gmail.com. like what you hear and want to support the show, please subscribe to the Patreon page. Podcasting is surprisingly time consuming with all the research, tech issues, scheduling, don't get me started on social media. That being said, I just started a My Haunted Life 
podcast TikTok, which some of those will be shared in the group, but go follow me on there if you like it. I would love to do... I would love to have the podcast pay for itself one day. We'll see what happens. Uh, You can support the show for as little as $2 a month, and that does go a long way, especially if everybody does $2. And that's it for this week. I'll see you all next week on my Haunted Life podcast. Bye!